Welcome to Now Church. For the latest updates, visit us at nowchurch.com, including live or on-demand video, online giving, and much more. And don't forget to follow Now Church on our social media platforms, including Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And please use the hashtag NowChurch. Thank you, and enjoy today's service. Happy New Year, everyone. Happy 2021. We're glad that you are with us on this first Sunday of 2021. Brand new year, brand new opportunity to see the mercies of God. Our text is going to begin in Psalm chapter 78 and Psalm 71 as we weave in the inerrant, the inspired, the infallible word of the living God. Today's message is called 2020 in the rearview mirror. Ah, yes, I've been waiting to say that for a long time. Anyway, Psalm 78 verse 40 says this, how often the children of Israel provoked God, provoked him in the wilderness and grieved him in the desert. Yes, again and again, they tempted God. How did they do that? And limited the Holy One of Israel. They did not remember his power the day when he redeemed them from the enemy. They didn't remember all the good stuff God did. Psalm 71, verse 18, from the Passion Translation, one of my favorite life verses from the Passion Translation says this, God, now that I'm old and gray, don't walk away. Give me grace to demonstrate to the next generation all your mighty miracles and your excitement to show them your magnificent power. Oh, what a great thing it is to put 2020 in the rearview mirror. God has been with us. He is with us now and will continue to be with us in 2021 and beyond. Last week for communion, we talked about God with us, Emmanuel, that God would send his own son to be with us, to manifest his presence with us. When the Bible cautions us to look, not to look backwards, it's only about the soulish pulls and the fatal flaws of the past. It's about us not romanticizing the past, not looking back so we would have occasion to wish to go back there. There's nothing behind us that we need to go back to. If any man is in Christ, he's a brand new creation. And we're actually commanded in the word of God to look back at the things God has done to recount and remind ourselves of his faithfulness and his miracles. And to do it for a purpose, to tell them to the next generation. Psalm 78 verse four says this, we will not hide these things that God has done from, we will not hide them from their children, telling them, telling to the generation to come the praises of the Lord and his strength and his wonderful works that he has done. So I wanna take a few moments with you now as we begin this new year, I wanna show you how faithful God was to actually not only bring us through COVID-19 and the, 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 you know, the worldwide pandemic, all these things that happened in 2020, all the craziness of the election season, all the, cra- all the stuff that we've been through together. And I want to remind you that not only was God there to bring us through, but his word was constantly coming forth right when we were going through these things. Sometimes ahead of time, he was speaking a word to your heart or to mine and giving us some clarity. So I wanna go over kind of the, the calendar for 2020, if you will, and look back real quickly at the 12 months and our 12 themes from 2020, just to remind you 
of the roaring 20s that God promised us and what all that meant. In January, I brought a theme called Get It In Gear. Get It In Gear. Remember that? I said, you know, you, you, sometimes you're where the traffic light waiting to turn left with the green arrow and everybody in front of you is looking down at their device and when that thing changes, I mean, if everybody goes, you can make it through. Beep, beep. Remember that? I said, beep, beep, everybody. You got to get going. You got you to get it in gear. It's time to get your life in gear. We talked about overcoming spiritual stagnation in our lives. We said that the year 2020 would be about focusing on personal spiritual growth and development. And that actually proved to be true, didn't it? In the middle of all this, as God was saying in the beginning of the year, get going, he wasn't saying that it's about get going uh, to uh, run, you know, uh, hither and yon, as they used to say. It's not about going from here to there. It's about getting moving spiritually <clears throat> so that you don't get stagnant and you live strong for God. We said, start where you are and run to win. Run to win. Start where you are, run to win. So I would encourage you as we come in this January, listen, get, get ready to gear up. Get ready to keep going forward. We got a brand new theme. We have four Sundays left for January 2021, and we get a brand new theme next Sunday, and we'll tell you what that is. But in February, God gave us a prophetic word called bridges. Knowing which bridges to cross, which bridges to build, and which to burn. We said the essence of our faith is all about relationships. And we said a lot of what God is doing is about relationships. Friendships are proven, we said, in the toughest moments. We had no idea what was about to come our way, but we said friendships are proven in the tr toughest moments. We also talked about bridging the generation gap. In fact, I had a real strong and deep prophetic word. If you remember it, some of you are with us, some of you are newer, but you can look back at the archives. The end of February, the last week, I talked about bridging the generation gap and I felt to encourage the church to reach out to seniors in assisted living centers. I don't know if you remember that, but I actually said that we need to make sure we're paying attention. We had no idea that, thing was, that everything was about to get shut down. We didn't know anything was coming, but God did. And I want to encourage you. I also talked about the pine cone. The pine cone became a picture, an illustration of how we respond to the heat of the fire when we go through the fire. That what a pine cone does, as it heats up, it explodes and those, that, that, those little pieces become seeds that become the next forest of trees after a fire. Isn't that crazy? And so I encouraged you that if you're going through a hot season, if you're going through a difficult time, let God heat you up that your life would become explosive with the seed of God's word and the power to evangelize and, and, and be a blessing to somebody else and not just yourself. Amazing. March. Theme for March was called True-ish. The last normal, live, in-person Sunday we had, normal, was the first, I think it was March 1st even, the first week of March. <clears throat> Before I left for Europe, I preached in, uh, the next week I was preaching in uh, Germany, and, uh, and in Poland. But the Lord gave me the word true-ish, like blackish and mixed-ish, those TV shows on ABC. We said in true-ish that the mind is a spiritual battlefield. 
that the word of God commands us to be transformed by the renewing of our minds. And I said to you by the spirit of God, we have got to become, God is saying we've got to become fastened to the truth. Knowing what to believe and why we believe it. That we have to keep the right, um, even the world and life view. I said a lot of, a lot of Christians, they don't even really view their, their lives through the prism of God's word. The, the word of God being, being the inerrant, the inspired, the infallible word of God. We've got to esteem the word like that. And that's what we talked about and, and really drilled down into it a little bit. We stay anchored in the absolute truth of God's word. And I warned people, I felt very strongly to bring a warning to the body about the spirit of deception trying to work in 2020, in March. And I said, you've got to love the truth. You've got to adhere to the truth. You've got to go after it. You've got to, you've got to go after the word of God like your life depends on it because it does. Boy, did I, I didn't realize how prophetic it was that the whole world was about to change during that month of March. And all of these things we've been taught in secular humanism in, uh, in schools, in public schools in the last 50 years about there not being any absolute truth, that truth is relative, that moral, moral, uh, moral relativism, it's a deception. And man, this year proved it. I talked out of 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse five from the Passion Translation that says this, we can demolish every deceptive fantasy that opposes God and break through every arrogant attitude that is raised up in defiance of the true knowledge of God. We capture, I love this, like prisoners of war, every thought and insist that it bow in obedience to the anointed one. We said the word stronghold there is the word prison or castle of lies. Prison or castle of lies. We have power to pull down every prison or castle of lies. And boy, did we need to do that starting in March, huh? Finally, in March, I talked about hummingbirds and vultures. I said, hummingbirds spend their whole day looking for the sweet nectar of life in flowers and plants. And vultures spend their whole day looking for dead things. And both hummingbirds and vultures get exactly what they're looking for. And I said to you, in this year, in this season, you can get exactly what you're looking for. <clears throat> Pardon me, if you look for the sweet of God, the truth of the word, you're gonna find them. If you're looking for death, you're gonna be able to find that. April, we got into the thick of... Uh, the lockdown was supposed to be for 15 days originally. Remember that? We were going to flatten the curve till certain things started happening and trying to change the goalpost, change the finish line. First, it was about 15 days to flatten the curve. Then it was, well, we need another 30 days to flatten the curve. And then it was, well, let's lock everything down for the whole year. Let me tell you something. Thank God for freedom. Thank God for local officials and state officials that stood with the church and said that the church of Jesus Christ is essential. Thank God for that. We appreciate those leaders who stood up to the pressures of the time and said that we had the right, not only the right, 
but needed to be the church in this time. So April, we talked, the message, the theme was called Stranger Things. We almost called it uh, the Twilight Zone, but I was afraid nobody else would know what the Twilight Zone was except people of my generation. Stranger Things, in times of pressure, in that theme, we said this, in times of pressure, the church is called to grow in advance. We said, if you're looking for perfect conditions in the world in order to serve and trust God, you'll never do it. We did a, a study the whole month of April in Stranger Things on the life and spirit of Elijah the prophet. I don't know if you remember that. It's, man, it's worth reviewing. I was looking back in the notes, very powerful. God was talking to us about overcoming the spirit of Baal, Jezebel, and Ahab. We said the God who answers by fire, he is God. We finished up the month uh, and going into May 1st, our actual 30th anniversary, wow. We didn't get to have our conference, but we had a wonderful time online. And then we finished with a 30th anniversary party at Brewster's Ice Cream. And I, for one, wanna say, what the heck happened to Brewster's Ice Cream? They, were for, they, they helped us celebrate our 30th anniversary and then they sold out a few months later. Anyway, if I'd have known that, I would have eaten extra at the anniversary party on May the 1st. Anyway, so let's go into May. May, our theme was called Faith of Our Fathers. We began to transition <clears throat> from our um, virtual services back into Friday night live services starting on May 22nd. What a thrill it was. But our message was called Faith of Our Fathers. It was a great theme. We went back to the basics of the principles of faith towards God. We talked about Hebrews chapter 11, God's faith hall of fame. And we said, life has interruptions. We talked about Jairus, uh, this uh, person that worked, a synagogue leader whose daughter had, was dying and he brought Jesus to her. In the middle of that moment though, Interruption came with a woman with the issue of blood and Jesus stopped and ministered to that woman and then they came and said that Jairus' daughter was dead. It was too late. And Jesus said this, don't be afraid of what you just heard. Don't be afraid of all the news, all the naysayers, all the negativity. Don't focus on what you've heard. In fact, Jesus said, be careful what you hear and be careful how you hear. Just believe anyway. And Jesus raised that little girl from the dead and she was restored in a miracle. June we called pressing into purpose. Our theme was called pressing into purpose. And that was about focusing on God and his redemptive purpose, focusing for your life as strongly as Jesus focused on his purpose we said nothing could stop him from fulfilling his purpose. That was, the, that was a horrendous month. That was the month of the murder of George Floyd and all of the reaction from various things. And we spoke, I spoke to you out of my heart. I spoke to you as honestly and truthfully with integrity. We want to smash the spirit of racism. We want to continue to smash it it has no place in the church. It has no place in America. It has no place in the kingdom of God. And so we are pressing. That's part of our purpose, ironically. That was our theme for the month. Focus on the purpose of God. Part of the purpose of now church 
has been for the past 30 years, will continue to always be to bring unity through diversity, to bring God's people together, worshiping him in spirit and in truth from every race, tribe, color, language. We celebrate each other. We celebrate the fullness of God by celebrating people coming together from all different backgrounds. Thank God for that. July, July our theme was called Let the Church Arise. And Pastor Lindsay brought that great song, the new song for the church, Let the Church Arise. We said it is our finest hour as God's people, even under pressure and in difficult times. We reminded you of your identity in Christ and said, church, it's time to stand in our authority and power in his name. August. August, our theme was called Tough as Nails. A TV show that was on during the summer, like a summer replacement series. Tough as Nails. We talked about the power that we're gonna need of something I've been talking about for the last few years, which is grit. Grit and grace. My friends, I don't know that all the toughest times are over. I don't know that this week there might be more crazy stuff going on in our world, but I do know this. No matter what happens, our God has called us to be strong, to be bold, to be tough as nails, to, be, to have grit, that inward resolve to, get us, to give us his power to stand strong in tough times. We talked about uh, the thought angel, there's a book called Acres of Diamonds, uh, an old story about a guy that went the world searching over for acres of diamonds only to find out after he had died, somebody else bought his property and they found one of the greatest diamond mines in world history was right on the property that he already owned and yet he went all over the world searching for something he already had. In Christ, what makes us strong, what makes us tough, what make, gives us the ability to stand strong is mining the diamonds that we already have. We said there are three things that turn carbon into diamonds. Time, extreme pressure, and intense heat. And boy, wasn't that the summer of 2020. As we moved into the spring, into the fall, excuse me, the fall season, <clears throat> we got to September and our theme was called The Ascent, The Ascent. We said the Lord is calling for his people to go to the high places, to pull down the strongholds. We said we've been deceived by the enemy for so long into robbing us of our inheritance and our destiny. And we have to be on the job. We have to be strong. And we talked the whole month about building a house of miracles. We talked about the power of the Holy Spirit, the miracles of God, the baptism in the Holy Ghost, how to be filled with the Spirit of God. We talked about all these things. By the way, I wanna say this to you. We have a teaching that I recently did online. It's available on our website. Just look for it. Um, we can get some instructions for you uh, at some point soon. I don't know how to tell you, but we have a teaching I did on how to be filled with the Holy Spirit, how to experience the baptism of the Holy Spirit for yourself. And I believe it's gonna to minister to you if you have not experienced the power of the Holy Spirit in the way that you know that you know, there's been signs, wonders, and miracles confirming 
the infilling of the Spirit, I want you to look on our website for that teaching on the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Uh, it's going to be a blessing to you. And you can tell your friends and other people about it as well. We talked about de developing a miracle mentality in September. We said all things are possible with God, but we've got to get our eyes back on the miracle power of the Holy Spirit. October. This was a powerful prophetic thought. Giant killers and dragon slayers. We said every generation has their own giants to slay. Every generation has their own things that, that, need to, that need to be taken down for God and with God and with his help and with his power. We said giant killers are yielded to spiritual authority. We talked a little about, the, especially the first week, about spiritual authority. You know, in order to have authority, you gotta be under authority. In order to walk in the power of Jesus' name, we've gotta be like David was as he went to fight Goliath. He got the blessing of King Saul. He was under authority. He even tried to use Saul's armor. But at the end of the day, he took down Goliath. Uh, in fact, I've got a trick question for you. What killed Goliath? This is important, a trick question, because most of you are gonna, gonna say, one stone. No, no, no. One stone took down Goliath. You know what killed Goliath? David killed Goliath with his own sword. Goliath's own sword was the way that the enemy was taken down. And I believe that God is doing that today. He's given the enemy just enough rope to hang himself. The devil always overplays his hand, doesn't he? And we're seeing God take down all the giants of our generation if we'll be the Davids that will step up and believe. A couple more things and we're done. November. November. November, God gave me a prophetic thought called tsunami, catching the next wave of revival. It's a prophetic thought about the coming move of God. Things that I believe are working right now that God is getting ready to release a tsunami of his presence and power to break down the walls of darkness and to let the walls of God's power take us through the Red Sea and the tsunami will consume the enemy. I believe personal revival is the heart of God for each and every one of us right now. That personal revival is supposed to lead to worldwide revival and harvest of souls. God is moving, but I say to you once again, as we move into this new year, we better wake up. We better wake up to the reality. We're, this isn't gonna be kumbaya with the devil, folks. We're not gonna be singing in 2021, oh, isn't it great to have peace with darkness? No, the peace we have is in the, in the middle of the darkness. We have peace because we have victory over the darkness through the power of Jesus' blood and his finished work. Say amen. And finally, December, we've been talking about masterpiece. You are God's work of art, and he's still working. He's still painting you. He's still sculpting. He's still chipping away and getting rid of the dross, getting rid of the, of the impurities, getting rid of the things that keep you from looking the way he wants you to look, being recreated in the image of Jesus Christ. And God 
will always finish what he starts. God has been with us. He's with us now. And he will continue to be with us in 2021 and beyond. I want to encourage you to surrender your heart to him. I want to encourage you not to be afraid of 2021, not to be looking for something bad to happen, but just to be aware that whatever comes, God is faithful. And if you'll hang on to his word, if you'll get filled with his spirit, if you'll lean into him, he will reveal. The Bible says he'll do nothing unless he first reveals his secrets to his servants, the prophets. In this place, we believe the now word comes forth every week. And I hope it was encouraging to you in 2020. And I know that 2021, God's goodness, his grace, his mercy, and the power of his name, all of his glory is, is abounding toward you and preparing to take you forward. I'm gonna pray for you right now. Father, in Jesus' name, Holy Spirit, would you arrest the hearts of those who are watching today, those connecting with us on our online campus? Father, would you reveal Jesus? Would you reveal the presence and power of Jesus right now? Maybe some have fallen away. Maybe some have been so sidetracked that they've lost all focus. Right now, Holy Spirit, would you bring everyone back from this scattered into unity and order by your Spirit? I say over your 2021, be blessed and be strong in the Lord and the power of his might. Be not afraid, only believe. Trust in him, in Jesus' name. As we close out the service today, remember this Wednesday, we begin our 10 days of prayer. Now we're gonna start virtually. Every night this week, starting Wednesday night, seven o'clock, we'll be on virtually, uh, seven o'clock. Um, every, every night this week. Uh, we've been doing Wednesday nights at 7.30 though, haven't we? I don't know, I don't even know. Check us out at seven or 7.30. That decision uh, is being made uh, even right now. So I guess we're gonna be doing 7.30 because it's virtual, okay? But 7.30 this Wednesday night, 10 days of prayer. Now by next Sunday, when we're live again in person, we want you here live next Sunday morning, nine or 11 on January the 10th, 2021. We'll see you next Sunday for that. And at that point, we may finish up or do some of the meetings live and in person, we may stay virtual. I don't know, but we're trying to make sure that we're really guarding everybody as a part of Now Church that's gonna be meeting with family and friends and the holidays and such, and make sure that we, that we really set ourselves to get through this COVID crisis with victory and with power and no more sickness and no more disease. Now, as we go, we wanna receive our tithes and offerings. The first step that we have for the new year, taking a step of faith and paying tithes and offerings, honoring God. I wanna to proclaim to you this, there's a miracle in every seed. That's what the Bible teaches. Galatians 6, 9 says this, and let us not grow weary while doing good for in due season we shall reap if we don't lose heart. You know, sometimes we quit just before the harvest comes. You know, the farmer knows that harvest time 
is the time he's got to get out in the field and be more focused than any other time since the seed time. I want to encourage you right now. Let's sow our seeds of faith. Let's worship God with his tithes and offerings. Let's put him first. Our first act of faith on this first Sunday of 2021 is an act of worship. Let's pray together one more time. Father, we release our substance to you. Everything we have already belongs to you. Everything we have already is yours anyway. Right now we trust in you with all of our hearts and we sow this seed by faith. We ask you to let it go out into the future and bring forth a mighty harvest in every area, not just financially, but in every area. Everything we need, you promise to provide. All that I needed, your hands have provided. Great is your faithfulness. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for your faithfulness in 2020, and thank you for starting out with us. We got some great things happening, great announcements coming, awesome, exciting things about building this new legacy building, and we can't wait to tell you more stuff coming up on our prayer nights starting this Wednesday, 7.30, and on next Sunday morning at 9, 11, live, in person. God bless you. Be blessed. Happy New Year. Thanks for joining us at Now Church. For the latest updates, visit us at nowchurch.com, including live or on-demand video, online giving, and much more. And don't forget to follow Now Church on our social media platforms, including Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Thank you.